Hey everybody and welcome to the Comic Book Companion Podcast. Each week, I read comic books and discuss them book club style, page by page, with my friend and co-host, Connor Shackelford. Each week will consist of two issues that you will know about ahead of time, so you can read along with us. Now remember, you should read those books, because everything is going to be spoiled from here on out. At the end of each episode, you'll get our contact information so you can contribute to the conversation and you'll receive your homework assignment for the next episode. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get started. Connor and we're back. Um, We're reading issues 7 and 8 of All New X-Men. Uh, uh, yep. These right. issues are pretty great. They are. When, uh, when we left off, Toad has kidnapped young Cyclops, and uh, that was that was the big cliffhanger of last issue. So the fight with the Blob ended. Right. Yeah, they wrapped that up. They got him, I guess, arrested, uh, one-eyed and all. Um, and then Toad has, like you said, kidnapped or taken hostage Cyclops and the front of this issue issue number 7 looks like Cyclops is being pulled into the water by an octopus <laughs> I, yeah yeah you know what I can see it, little bumps right but as we know that's Toad's tongue so that's creepy as hell um but the darkness is ominous because is. Uh, I like this cover yeah, yeah, the I mean, honestly, I've pretty much loved all the covers, so Yeah. Um this one makes no or it's no exception. Uh but anyways, we're starting back in Paris, France. We are, and they're kind of discussing um what to do about Scott. Like they know he got kidnapped. Right, and Bobby's kind of making a point to Beast and he's like, "Hey, uh you know, Toad is he he's the little green guy, you know, with the tongue and uh he he's not really anybody that we should worry about and that Scott can handle himself. Yeah, like he's always been kind of a not even a B lister X Men villain. Right, and <laughs> I like that Bobby here is like, Hey, uh, we have a Wolverine. Can't she <laughs> just sniff the air and find them, basically? And we find out that Laura and uh angel both aren't answering their phones and that they went to have a loud talk after the battle a very loud talk because they broke up uh, right or did they are they gonna go yeah, they gonna iron things out? out uh they're not present in these issues at all no not at all not in uh either one so i'll be interested to see when they come back into play and uh, they continue to talk about Toad, and they bring up the fact that even in all new X or uh, not all new X Men, but Wolverine in the X Men, he was the janitor for the school, which I didn't know. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, like he was kind of a nobody, and then um, Kid Apocalypse brings up the fact that he looked different now than what he did then, and that he has right. a, he has a U video channel, <laughs> not YouTube, but U video. Yeah. And this is kind of interesting too, how they did this to where like they're like filling in the backstory on Toad between what has happened in Wolverine and the X Men, and then what is going on now with him. Yeah, it kind and, of shows him like 
Um, when the school closed, you see him packing up his stuff. He kind of has little vlogs going on here. Right. And then uh, jumps to, I'm guessing, probably a year or two in the future because he has a beer gut and he grew a lot of hair. Uh, or he just drank a lot yeah. and put it on real fast. Right. And he's talking about how he was minding his own business and then a bunch of them jumped out. Um, Which I'm assuming he got jumped because, like, he was a this whole business went down with Scott, yeah. uh, Cyclops, and so that really turned regular humans against mutants. And so I'm going to assume then that he got jumped by a bunch of humans for just being a mutant. Yeah, that's what I was assuming, too, was that... Uh, old scott did something or old like avengers versus x-men happened then people started hating mutants again right um and then he starts talking about how he's seen baby scott summers and how uh pretty much he starts explaining the plot of the terminator um, <laughs> and how he thinks that if he kills young scott summers none of that no, avengers versus x-men would have, wouldn't have happened right and I didn't realize it the first time I had read this issue, but then when I read the second issue, or read it back through the second time, so there's this, like, last square of the most current Toad, where um, he's talking about, I don't want to be the monster who killed the baby in his crib, and all that kind of stuff, and that he's here in the dark, and you see this um, skull with the candle on it. Yeah. And then when you go to the next page you see that skull with the candle and the laptop sitting there. So he was legit broadcasting that last um, scene or whatever, that that last little square, that last panel. He was broadcasting while he has Scott Summers yeah, tied like this, up. Yeah, this was a video that probably went up hours before or even, well, even minutes before. Um. That or he quite possibly could have been live streaming. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't catch that right away that, like, he was legit doing that while he has Scott tied down. And I was like, oh, that's kind of messed up. It's somewhat <laughs> morbid. Yeah, it's a darker it's a darker way to take this character. And I'm kind of digging it because he like he even said or the crew even said, like, he's kind of a nobody a lot of most of the time. Right. Um, and so by giving him this darker tur or personality or whatever and and like, and him like an they didn't do it, they didn't do it without reason either like the event like this makes sense for the character with what happened with the school shutting down and stuff exactly they tied it all in together very well <clears throat> and then like making him an alcoholic and stuff like that makes him a more interesting character yeah definitely so um and then we so getting back to the plot here right um it's scott kind of thinking to himself saying like i can't just optic blast my way out of this because then the ceiling would come down. Right. Um, he's kind of trying to figure out how injured he is. There's nothing broken, but his ribs are bruised. But and... I did think that was funny, though, how um, Scott was thinking to himself, uh, muttering to himself about the Terminator. And yeah. so, like, uh, yeah, he's, like, talking about the Terminator, or he's, like, talking about this whole time travel situation right. and that you got to... Like, you could take out someone in the future from the past or whatever, and it's yeah, going like, to, like, rewrite like Toad history. thinks that killing this Cyclops would make old Cyclops never exist. Right. Yeah. See, but then at the same time, if that were the case, fine and great, but that doesn't necessarily put him... 
put Toad back into the mansion as the janitor with yeah. a job and, you know, uh, making things uh, a little more normal for him. Like, who knows where Toad would end up at that point if he did manage to rewrite history. Exist, then a lot of things would have been different. So Right. Um, real quick, I want to go back before I forget. There was something uh, Toad said... Um, Oh, shoot. He was talking about... Um, there was... Oh, was it during the vlogging? Yeah, he was... It sounded basically like he had some kind of girlfriend or something. Uh, I'm sitting here. Uh, Baby's got summers. Shoot. Okay, well, apparently I... I'm not seeing it to try to bring it up again, but okay, I was there like, was some kind of I can't remember who it was with, but during Wolverine and the X Men, there was like a back and forth between. Him. Oh, here we go. Um, it it's actually the very first uh, page. He's like, uh, it's like I've got a pretty okay job, good place to live, nice folks around for the most part, and then Paige is well, Paige is great. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Do we know who Paige is? I'm trying to remember. Um, okay. It may have been one of the meetings introduced in that run. Okay. Um, I just wasn't sure. During if, the break, um... I will find out. <laughs> um, no, that's cool. I was just curious because, like, I haven't read any of it, so yeah. um, I just I do remember was... there being a kind of back and forth between him and someone else. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, anyways, jumping back to where we <laughs> were. Yeah, jumping back to where we were. While Cyclops is overthinking the situation, he gets smacked in the eyes with a beer bottle. How messed up, like, multiple times. Yeah. Just smashed like, in the face. Um, it's not great for Cyclops. His visor falls off. Right. Uh, and then it cuts back to Bobby and the gang here talking about, like, hey, we st- um, they're still trying to find him. And Bobby points out, like, don't we have a Cerebro? And then Beast right. has to explain again that, like, no, we don't because we don't have a telepath. Right, and there's my pickles. Pick, yep, my, pickles is back. My adorable little pickles. Um, and then they get in an argument about, like, getting young Jean Grey, but she's, like, over at the university, so. Right, because Bobby's like, hey, why don't you just use pickles to pop out, get us a telepath, bring them on back here, we can use Cerebro, find Cyclops, things will be yeah. fine, but beast has to explain to him like yeah even if we could use um pickles to go get gene he would have to find her at this university which is across atlantic jump and he still wouldn't have enough energy to be able to bring her yeah, back yeah we'd have across. to wait an extra day for him to refuel exactly so they were pretty much screwed either way um and then we get a look at cyclops post beer bottle smashing yeah it's not good his eye is swollen his lips bloody busted. everything yeah yeah um and toad's just kind of going on about how like he feels bad for killing a kid but like he needs to do this to like get his life back right um, yeah and again just because you killed him <laughs> doesn't mean you're gonna get your life yeah. back in fact in the i think the issue before this they were explaining that like if cyclops died like the timelines have diverged so much that if young cyclops died that wouldn't mean anything for the current cyclops right or that it was iceman if because iceman was hurt so oh okay um see but then at the same time like i'm thinking about it like i time travel is just so it's very complicated (laughs) yeah 
It's so just, just thinking about the, the whole thing yeah. of younger Cyclops being in the future, if he was killed in the future, what would happen? Like, all of that is way too... Heady, way too complicated for me yeah. and it has to be complicated for toad then <laughs> right <laughs> so um, anyways so he's still kind of going through with his terminator plan uh cyclops tries to appeal to his reason like this isn't right this isn't you right um, and then he explains his plan here where it's like if i kill you the timeline changes scott summers never grows up never turns evil never dooms mutant kind Right, and the way that he wants to do it now is he's got this broken booze bottle that he's just going to shove into uh, Cyclops' throat. Right, and Cyclops is like, it doesn't work like that, you don't get to kill me, and uh, then blasts the ceiling. Yep, kazat. And yells no, and then <laughs> their Cerebro thing goes off, because he used his powers. He finally used his powers, yeah, yeah so now the X-Men are hot on the trail... We got stretchy uh, kid apocalypse here. Right, right. Mr. Fantopolix. <laughs> no, I'm trying too hard. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, so they're heading south. They're um, uh, trying to... I like that uh, Iceman's like, well, we know that Scott's awake now. Awake and putting up a fight. And uh, Conscious Cyclops beats Nutso Toad every day of the week. It sure does. Or and does then, it? So, th- yeah, this got way darker than I was expecting here. Right. Um, so Cyclops is trying to, like, regain his composure. He needs to find his visor and get out of here so he can, like, actually see. Right. Um, he's kind of And he thinks it. he found his visor. Yeah, but it was just a jawbone. A jawbone. Like, that was so smart how they did that. Like, I could I could absolutely way. see him yeah. be like, okay, I found my visor. And it's a jawbone. Like, it's the same shape and everything, yeah. but it's, like, so macabre. Like, that was a really great choice that they put in here. I thought that was good. Yeah, I liked it a lot too. Um, and then we hear a crack, and yeah, some, more rubble falling. Some rubble falls, and Cyclops screams. And at first, we okay, he's like, okay, we're fine. And then if you look at the panel, his uh, he... leg is in a. <laughs> it's at an angle That's that not a no angle. human could ever come back from. Yeah. Um. And then. And Toad... all this time, though, uh, Toad was kind of knocked out yeah toad was kind of unconscious or like staggered a bit from what just happened right but now he's coming back around uh cyclops keeps crawling trail uh, of blood leaving yeah leaving a pretty sweet trail of blood toad which, sees that blood exactly uh starts following it then we cut back to our crew uh who find the car yeah they've they've tracked it back to cyclops cyclops's location but like they can't figure out why he's not there yeah. and there's like, no sign of a fight there anywhere and the only real evidence is that cab that car that uh toad was driving when he hit cyclops yeah and it has a boot on it now right <laughs> and like kid apocalypse feels the hood and he's like it's the engine's cold like they've figured out that this car has been here a while so that just doesn't make any sense yeah and they're kind of stumped and beast is like what am i missing because like he's like no one would have slept through a cyclops blast right and i like how he says scott's optic blasts make that awful kazat sound (laughs) like no that sounds pretty cool thank you very much (laughs) i don't know how awful that sounds but yeah, he um, makes a good point that, like, who could sleep through that? You would wake up. And then I we... guess I didn't realize that 
his uh, optic blasts were like that loud. Yeah, I didn't either. I never really thought of it as like a loud power. Right. Like I always understood. Yes, it makes a noise. Yeah, it makes a noise. But <laughs> that's the noise I always thought of. Yeah. Right. And so, like, I just never put, like, a decibel level to it or, like, a volume level. So that's interesting to think about. Um, um, and then we cut back to Cyclops crawling, looking really ugh. desperate, not having a good time. Right. Um, like, he doesn't even have an eye anymore. Like, yeah, like it's swollen shut and then he can't see because if he opens his eyes, it'll just laser. Right. So, and then he runs into a dead end he's like okay i just gotta back out and get away right this is fine but <laughs> our friend toad here pour some kerosene in the little tunnel scott went through right and smashes and his lantern that is so dark yeah and scott's freaking out but he, Scott makes a good point. He's like, I'm going to die either way. I'm so, either going to burn alive or I'm going to have this whole place come down on me. Yeah. So he, and he goes for I it. I get it. Uh, right. He, yeah. He so, and, and that's the thing is, yeah, you just said it. Like, uh, he couldn't open his bad eye. Yeah. So he was only able to open the one eye. So technically, like, the optic blast wasn't as bad. Yeah. It was... Like it's still bad. A car explodes. Sure. Um, but it and the been whole like worse. the road is just wrecked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we see Toad kind of get out, struggling, holding his arm. Um, and then he's like, "Oh no!" I like he he thinks he killed him, but nothing changed. So he's starting to freak out. Right. He's like, "What did I do?" Um. And then Beast puts it together that the catacombs in the videos were where Scott was at right here. Right, and there's that skull with the candle. Yeah, and then he's like, "We, uh, it was right beneath us all along. We could have, but I didn't see it. Why didn't right. I see it? And then, what? so is this... Did he drop the tracker thing here? Yeah, okay. yeah, he drops his tracker kind of like in disappointment or whatever. Yeah, that's okay. And that's the end of um, issue seven. Right, so I didn't realize that that Toad ended up getting away. I yeah. was thinking that um, he was still stuck in the rubble or whatever, but he ends up getting away. So we're gonna end up seeing him again. Yeah, I'm I'm confident he'll show back up in this run. And uh, who knows what he's gonna do next time? Who he's gonna put that tongue on next time? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's see. But that was a that was a really good issue. Yeah, it was pretty good, darker than what I'm used to for this kind of younger X-Men, uh, but in a good way. It wasn't like super edgy or something. I want to say that um I get very upset when Cyclops gets beat up or put in a position to where like he makes really bad decisions or he's like sad or whatever. Like I want him to be a super confident leader and really be able to take control of things. But like with Cyclops, he always, man, he yeah. just is always and in like, a bad spot. Especially older Cyclops. Like it was to the point where he became a villain because of his bad decisions. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that hurts my heart so much because I love his character. And I think that he's a super strong leader. It's just, he doesn't do it right yeah and and then 
uh, this younger Cyclops is like trying different ways, but still doesn't do it right. Right, and then like he just got the crap kicked out of him in this issue, and then we'll see in the next issue just how bad that was, and so that's real upsetting to me. But we don't know, like I mean, after the next issue, we don't know how quickly he heals, how quickly he comes yeah. back into the story but i'm like come on please just bring him back and let him do right let him be okay exactly at his job exactly all right so. but all right well that's it for issue seven we're gonna yep. go ahead and take the pop break in, here take our break and uh, we'll be right back with issue eight the comic book companion podcast is brought to you by me you guys i have my own amazon store and i want your business but not only do I want your business, I also want you to support the Comic Book Companion podcast. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com slash shops slash MMMSCCC, as in Michael Matthew Moore's Comedy, Comics, and Collectibles, because I'm also a stand-up comedian, but that's not important right now, and fill up your cart with stuff from my shop. Once you're ready to check out, Use the promo code COMPANION, and you'll get 15% off your entire order of items from my shop and my shop only. So, anyways, show your support for the podcast by going to my shop at Amazon.com slash shops slash MMMSCCC and enter the promo code COMPANION at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. Now. On to our next issue. All right, and we are back, and we're talking issue eight of All New X-Men. Yeah, and immediately this cover surprises me. Yeah, right? Um, we see everyone's favorite magician here with Beast. I don't know if it's my favorite magician. I kind of like Zatanna, but... Oh, okay. Spicy choice there. <laughs> I thought you were going to throw Dr. Fate at me. Oh, no. Um, no. Uh, I was just... Well, to be fair, I would have if I would have thought about him first. <laughs> but it was just the next magician that popped in my head that I wanted to throw out there. Totally kidding, though. I love Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange so. is awesome. Uh, and they're both doing their thing. He's doing the magic. Beast is doing the science. Right, right, and that'll all come into play later on in this issue. It sure will. It's almost like they did it by design. <laughs> um, so we're at Mercy West Hospital, White yeah, Plains, so New York. Po- post the uh, fight from last issue. Right. Um, Beast is just kind of chilling. Um, the news is on in the background. Yeah, so um, I'm going to say, go out on a limb here, that this definitely ties into the Doctor Strange 2015 run that's happening alongside this one, so... You know what? That's probably a pretty good assumption because I think later on it says something about a crossover. So yeah, uh, um, I think you're right. So Doctor Strange has been teetering rocks this morning and seems optimistic. Uh, and then we get a quote from him saying, "The ethereal plane is nothing if not unpredictable, and I can I do believe I can remedy this." And then Beast is not having any of that. Yeah, because Beast is a man of science, Yes. whereas Doctor Strange is a man of magic, the mystic arts. Yeah, he's the Sorcerer Supreme. Exactly, and so um, the Beast is just like, yeah, like you said, he's not having it. He's hearing that, oh, well, 
sure um uh dr strange is just gonna show up and just cure everything with magic just put a band-aid on everything and everything is fine right um and then bobby comes out it's like hank it's your turn right and he asks how cyclops is and he's like he's the same and then we get our first look of cyclops post uh, fight here and it's not good it is not good at all um even beast is like heaven scott you look dreadful yeah and um that leg is up in traction mm-hmm. because they had to put it back in the direct you know the the, the right way that place. a leg should be um, um he says like the surgeons astonished that you were alive um and then Bonnie's- i like that I like that they put his sunglasses on him because <laughs> yeah. you don't want him to wake up on accident and accidentally blow a hole through the ceiling. Right, like destroy the <laughs> hospital. Right. Uh, and then Beast kind of like starts blaming himself and like he wanted to make this work, this whole them being in the future thing. Right. Uh, and he's not he's not having it for now. He's um, talking about in the space of 12 hours we've been handily defeated by the Blob and Toad. And the Brotherhood of Evil Benchwarmers. Love that. Uh, so he's tr- starting to think like that they don't have a place in this world. Uh, yeah, and he's super frustrated with himself because he's like, we shouldn't be here, we should be in our time, we should yeah. be back home. And he doesn't have a clue on how to do it. And then he says, I'll tell you right now, if I could wave a magic wand and... and right. <laughs> and then and starts... You know, magics. Yep starts running his way to Doctor Strange. Right. And uh real quick, I mean, this is just an observation, but like something I was thinking about is it's just interesting that they're in like a public hospital and at this public hospital they've got to take care of this mutant that was in you know, I guess a fight, but yeah. uh kidnapped by another evil mutant and so it's like all mutants and causing problems and all that kind of stuff and like if this were before the school and stuff was shut down and all that, like, he would be at the school. Yeah, definitely. And but they, they would had be no taking care choice. of him and stuff there. But it's just interesting that, like, they don't have that option. Yeah. So he's in a public hospital and they've got to take care of him there. I just kind of thought about that since he was wearing his sunglasses Yeah, they most definitely would have been at the school if it was an option. Right, and it's very much possible that Beast would be the one taking care of him. So, that's just, it's just an interesting twist since the school isn't around. They can't go to the school and that kind of stuff. But anyways, like I said, it's not really related, just an observation. Um, So, we're just outside of Teetering Rocks. Yeah. um, And we get some Doctor Strange blue speak here. Right. um, By the Vapors of Valtor. I love these alliterations. Um, And we see him with three eyeballs. And he's having some issues. He's having some issues with his magic. Which, this is a run we might want to cover down the road because it's great. Because it's about how he's having issues casting spells. So, um, he's like, what is it I'm missing here? Uh, so sorry. to And then Beast shows up and it's like, hey, I, we kind of need your help. Oh. You there? Okay, now I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I'm like I. You were talking, so I was just gonna let it ride and see what happened. But damn it! No, you're fine. I can I, I can fix this. this is okay. Like Twenty nine minutes. Okay. Um. So yeah, Beast shows up. 
talks to Strange is like, hey, we need your help to, like, try to get back to time. And then, or try to get back to our time. But before we get there, Beast is kind of like, yeah, magic's kind of a cheat. Like he starts. What an idiot! He starts to be talking magic, <laughs> right? Like, just come here, bad mouthing Doctor Strange when you're asking for his help. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> right? A hocus pocus band aid slapped on top of complicated problems that impatient people have given up trying to solve. Right. And then Doctor Strange is like, oh, oh, blessed Vishant! Like he's not having any of this. He's very over this already. Um, <laughs> Beast pulls the classic no offense uh, right and they start talking about how he wants to get back to his time and um, this broken world's killing my friends literally figuratively and everything in between my arms in the air my arms are in the air Doctor Strange I give up soul for sale take the pound of flesh and whatever it is you need and show me where to sign <laughs> Let's cheat. Let's cheat. Um, and uh, Doctor Strange is like, yeah, I would like to use a uh, time travel spell, but guess what? That's not going to work. Yeah, guess what? Uh, even if I would, I can't. Uh, right. And then my pickles. Yeah, so pickles starts getting like, he starts going down this crack, and he starts disappearing. It looks like he's going to bamf, but no, right? He's, he's getting drugged into this crevice here. I don't like it. No, not at all. I was, I was real beast. upset. I was all like, if he doesn't come back in this issue, <laughs> I'm going to be angry. Um, and Doctor Strange explains what's happening, which is the fabric that's separating this and the 12th dimension is being ripped wide open. Right. And Beast is like, okay. See, here's where it talks about the crossover, so... Okay, so yeah. Um, Doctor Strange explains that, like, something's wrong with his magic and it's not working and that's what that entire run's about and here's uh, the okay. here's crossover crob telling you to read doctor strange number six right um so uh, he can only use magically enchanted weapons at this point is that the idea yeah that's the the entire entire idea of the run is he can only use like stuff that's already been enchanted gotcha okay that's kind of interesting uh, um. Yeah, and so he tosses Beast this mask, so he um, can see the twelfth dimension. Yeah, so it'll give him his third eye. Whereas, like we saw Strange in already, the past couple yeah. pages, that uh, Doctor Strange had his third eye happening. And this is where some of the art from the Doctor Strange run kicks in. Oh, okay. It's very trippy. Um, this I thought was very cool. And yeah, slick the how whole they were run doing looks this. like this, and it's really cool. And I'm glad they like brought it over for this. Um, like I just love that they're like in the reality or whatever, like the real world. They're all in color. Yeah, and then what Doctor Strange is seeing is just like all these monsters and stuff. And like all these white. inked monsters, they're not fully colored. Right. I thought that was really awesome. And then. He doesn't. He starts to explain the beast like, "Hey, this, there's going to be some side effects here." Um, screaming <laughs> horror, funny. screaming horror movie insanity, and the total loss of, and then the speech bubble disappears. Right. Um, and, oh, I didn't even notice that. That was kind of like drifting off. Yeah. And then Beast just starts freaking out. Yep. Um, and then he tumbles and black. Yeah. And then we get a later 
Um, <laughs> Beast wakes up. Doctor Strange explains that like he passed out. Um, I've been spending several hours defending the both of us from 12th dimensional shadow goblins with right. the magical equivalent of a pointed stick. A pointed stick. You're welcome. <laughs> and now he's explaining, like, hey, I need to rest, so we, we came here to hide. Right. Um, and what happened to you was that the third eye of horrors, like, showed you too much, and you, like, y- your mind started shutting down. Yeah, you couldn't handle it. Yeah. And Strange is talking about how, like, with practice you can handle it. Um, and he says, like, sorry for just kind of pushing you into the deep end. Yeah. And uh, he recaps the whole business about how he was a gifted surgeon. Yeah. And uh, now, uh, after the accident and stuff, like, he has a hard time even holding a scalpel. Right. Uh, Science couldn't give me my hands back, so I went searching for something that could. Right. Um, And then he explains to Beast how magic isn't simple or cheat. Like, there's a science to the magic. Um, and usually has a bunch of consequences, and yeah, like you said, hands still tremble when he sees a scalpel. There are no cheats, my young friend, not even for me. And then a shadow goblin shows up. Yeah, he uh, conveniently enough, this thing shows up after he like basically put a uh, uh, he triggered something in Beast where he was talking about. Uh, science, and yeah, all that kind of stuff, and so yeah, this this a very this cranky magma serpent. That's it, magma yeah. serpent. Um, so Strange tries to cast an ice spell. His magic's not working. Right. Um, I just I didn't realize this that so that uh, that serpent is like swallowing him. So in that bottom right panel, he's like three quarters of yeah. the way gone. And Beast is, like, just kind of seeing an invisible Doctor Strange here. Right. Um, <laughs> so Beast is like, if at first you don't succeed, and he puts on his third eye mask again, freaks right. out a little bit, um, and then gets, a, gets his composure back. And Doctor Strange, ouch. <laughs> um, and, t- takes uh, Doctor Beast... Strange's magic sword here. Yeah. Which I thought this was awesome. Yeah, this is a great this. direction for this character, and I hope they kind of. I hope he starts learning magic. That would be awesome. Like that would make him so much different than like old beast. Right, and then it's it would be an awesome way to bring in both sides, magic and science, yeah. and then him being able to just just like tackle things. Uh, in two different ways, because it wouldn't just be science for him; it would be the yeah. both of them. Uh, and he started, and so he ends up teaching uh, Doctor Strange some stuff here. Yeah, so Strange was like, "No terror this time." You like you took and look at you swimming in the deep end on your second try. <laughs> um, and Beast is saying, "Like, um, oh, there was terror, but I you I remember you saying that there was a science to all this, right?" So when he forced himself to see it as a science instead of as like a cheat. He sees a bunch of magical equations, and then he starts. He starts doing spells here. Yeah, uh, like he he's breaking it all down and just yeah. like basically reading these spells through mathematical equations. Yeah, and then uh, Strange is like, "Can you can you tell me more about this nonsense?" And then Beast is like, "I don't know. I've never seen a magical theorem before." <laughs> but then what happens? He shows him. 
yeah he shows them what's happening um strange is like this is worse than i thought it's breaking down all of it and then he gets rid of these shadow goblins by and, absorbing them but right? yeah by absorbing them yeah and, so and then that was something else beast is like why didn't you just do this earlier right and strange is like that was a hocus pocus band-aid <laughs> um it won't last for long and it comes at a great personal cost but it'll have to do for now right uh, and then he pulls and then pickles. there's my pickles yeah he saves pickles I love um, pickles. He says, and I like strange. It's like, this belongs to you. Right. Um, and it's sad because Beast didn't even realize Pickles was gone. Yeah. So, like, he would have been super screwed if Doctor Strange wouldn't have, like, found him and pulled him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would have been stuck in the 12th dimension. I would have right. read a solo run where Pickles gets out of the 12th dimension. Oh, for sure. I mean, it would probably have to be a mini series, but yeah. whatever. I would definitely read that, collect that. <laughs> and then, so the day's saved for now. Strange is like, hey, I'm sorry I can't help you get back to your time. Um, I hope that you do. And, um. Yeah, but he's like, listen, you know what? You've kind of like shown yourself to still be extremely brilliant. Yeah. So, like, don't give up on that. You need to, like, keep working, you and you'll figure out yourself. how to get yourself out of this. Yeah. And then, <laughs> Doctor Strange, hey, your horrible mask thing. Yeah. Uh, and then Strange is just letting him keep it. Yeah, so I'm wondering if that's going to come into play again, then. I Yeah, I definitely think it will. Right. And then, uh, next up is Apocalypse Wars. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about I that. I don't either. I know this was... A, I saw this event happening when, like... It was new, but I never read any of it, so... Oh, right. Because each team had some kind of connection to Apocalypse, and this team's is Kid Apocalypse, so... Oh, I see, okay. Well, that was another good issue. Yeah, um, it's kind of interesting to see, like, if you would have told me, I don't know, even three or four years ago that Beast and Doctor Strange would have had a crossover issue, like... I would have found that like I I could see it happening, but it's something that you don't see happen too often. Exactly yeah. right, and then not even like not just that. I probably if you would have told me that, I probably would have found it to be somewhat of a boring concept. Yeah, but they made it very intriguing and very interesting with the way that they did this, and um, especially with how they, uh, I mean, they're both very smart characters but i love to see that beast is still learning things yeah and he's and this beast is now open to magic whereas old beast never will be exactly yeah, yeah he was very much hard set in his ways that you know hocus pocus band-aids and all that jazz but um uh you know he this one's still learning and stuff and I think that that would make him a stronger character I, later. Yeah, I really so. hope they go down the route of him being able to use both. Right. And Well, awesome. Yeah, so that wraps up this episode. Um, yep. Homework for next episode, which is Thursday, yes! is uh, X-Men, all-new X-Men number nine, which is the start of the Apocalypse Wars tie-in. Yep. And then and uh, Fantastic Four number two. Oh, baby. It's yeah, been a long month. It has. So, yeah, can't wait for that. Make sure that you're reading uh, all new X-Men number nine and Fantastic Four number two. And 
all will be right in the world. It will except be. Except for Apocalypse Wars. <laughs> Hopefully this goes well. <laughs> right, exactly. As a fan of Kid Apocalypse, I hope this goes well. Hey, we might end up looking at the cover. We might end up having Angel and Laura back. Yeah. Um, so. And then down here, I mean, this is unrelated to us, really, but you see kind of the uh, ties to Apocalypse that some of these other teams have. Um, right. Uncanny X-Men has Archangel on their team. Um, yeah, and I see a Magneto helmet in that stained glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Magneto is my favorite. <laughs> All right, so that's going to be it for this episode, and uh, we will be talking at you guys next time. Have a good one, guys. Bye, Connor. See ya. All right, that's it. That's everything. That's all that we have this week. You can contact us on Instagram and Twitter at comic underscore companion. And you can email us at comicbookcompanion at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at mmorecomedy. And you can follow Connor at Attack on Wake Up. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would be so kind, please give us a quick five-star review. We would very much appreciate it. Now, until next time, we have been your comic book companion.